Welcome to Active Word with Bishop Ishmael Sam of the Loyalty House International, a denomination originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, UDOLGC. Called of God, he ministers under the anointing of his father, Bishop Daghiwad Mills. Bishop Sam is the resident bishop of the Loyalty House International, Abbey Dawenya, of the Dawenya Afenya Link Road. He oversees many churches, both in Ghana and abroad. May the power of God be activated in your life today as you listen to Active Word. Oh, 
Jesus. And if you believe Jesus is here, Jesus is passing your way. Jesus is going to touch you. Then love me, welcome the presence of Jesus. Nazareth is passing their way this morning. I pray that their expectation of you will not be disappointed. That whatever they came believing and trusting, healing, blessings, breakthroughs, whatever they came believing and trusting because you are here, they will go with it. In the name of Jesus, touch everyone present here and let no one go the same. We thank you for your presence with us. In the name of the Lord Jesus of Nazareth, amen. amen. Wonderful. Take your seats in your blessings and God bless you. Hallelujah. Um, we thank God once again for coming to church and this opportunity to be here. Amen. Not everybody is in church, but you are in church. It's a great thing to serve the Lord. So we want to continue on our subject. We are also in our month of evangelism. The takeoff has not been too good. The takeoff has not been too good because I'm not seeing your souls that are supposed to bring. But we are still halfway in the month. And the way you are, I know you, you will do miracles. So, I'm expecting your miracle by next week. I'm expecting your miracle. And as I said, don't go looking for new people. Already, you brought some people who have even had water baptism and all those things. You brought some people who you know already. Bring them to church. Don't leave them. Don't leave the children you have born. You see, don't leave them and go and look for another woman and give birth and leave them and those days. Make sure you look after them and make them fruitful. Hallelujah. So, as part of the Mount of Evangelism, we are talking about the fact that we are all called, many are called, isn't it? Many are called to do evangelism. We are all called. So, I want us to just recap what we have been doing and then we'll continue. So, 2 Corinthians 5.10 Let's recap what we've been doing and been saying, and then we'll continue from here. It's important to understand what you are doing and bear fruit of it than keep hearing and not understand anything and keep forgetting. So, 2 Corinthians 5, 10 says that for, shall we all read it together? 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 10. For we, we must, must all appear, appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that everyone may receive the things done in his body, according to that he had done, whether, whether it be, be good, good or, or bad. bad. So all he's saying is that we will all one day stand before God as individuals. We will all one day stand before God as individuals. Hallelujah. 
one day God will bring you and you'll be there alone and you have to talk about whatever you did in your body. Hallelujah. Romans 14, 10 to 13. Shall we all read together? But why dost thou judge thy brother? Or why dost thou set at naught thy brother? For we shall all stand before the judgment seat of Christ. For, For it, it is, is written, written, as I live, seer the Lord, every knee shall bow to me, and every tongue shall confess 12. to God. So then, every one of us shall give account of himself. Every one of us shall give account of himself. Hallelujah. So that even though we have come as a church, we are in the choir, you are in the worship team, you are in the prayer, you are in this, a time will come that you give account of yourself alone. Hallelujah. Then he concludes by saying, number 13, verse 13. Let us not therefore judge one another anymore, but judge this rather, that no man put a stumbling block or an occasion to fall in his brother's way. Let us not judge ourselves. Hallelujah. Because you don't know, and we will get to know why we shouldn't judge ourselves, isn't it? Okay. Amos 4.12. Amos 4.12. Hello. Shall we all read it together? Amos chapter 4, verse 12. Therefore, thus will I do unto thee, O Israel, and because I will do this unto thee, Prepare to meet thy God, O Israel. Prepare to meet who? Thy God. So one day, you are going to meet your God. You get it? So prepare. Preparation time. Don't meet him unprepared. Bible says, he comes like a thief in the night. When he comes and your door is opened. You know, one day, a brother was attacked by armed robbers. But do you know when they attacked? They attacked him around 6 p.m. Because normally you would think they would come in the night. So you just leave your door, you are chatting, eating. Then when you are going to sleep, you lock your door, you put bars behind your door, and hopefully you are secured. But this time, 6 p.m., when no one thought that armed robbers would strike, then they came and attacked him fired 6 p.m you get it so you don't know when he will come so prepare prepare to meet your god hallelujah prepare to meet your god and hebrews chapter 9 verse 27 hebrews 9 27 we are just recapping what we have been doing hebrews 9 27 what does it say ready go and as it is appointed unto men once to die, but after this, the judgment. As it's appointed unto men once to die, after this, judgment. So prepare. And death is not twice. Death is once. Only few people have died. I don't know whether they, they died, but only few people have died and come back to life. You get it. Maybe God give them opportunity to go and see something and come back to life. There was a guy who died. Before he died, he was listening to a message that a pastor has preached. Then in the message, the pastor said something. I think the pastor said, say hallelujah. So he said, he was also going to say hallelujah. But when he said hallelujah, his heart stopped beating. And he died. He died. So they took him to the hospital. Declared him dead. They were going to put him in the fridge. Then suddenly, they heard, Lawyer! Hey! Suddenly they heard, Lawyer! So that's when the pastor says, say it with me. You should say it too. You say it. So he died, but as long as the, the word of God was in him, and the Luya was in him, it just came out. 
and he came out of the dead again. So only few people have come out of the dead. It's true. Um, it's Bishop Oyedipo who gave that testimony. And I went somewhere, and I think I was in Memphis, and I gave this testimony. I was preaching. I gave this testimony. After I gave the testimony, somebody died in the church. Can you imagine? Huh. I said, you can't hear the word of God and die. And I gave this testimony. When I finished, then somebody started, oh my God. Her husband has died. Oh. What should I do? I forgot my name. <laughs> I forgot everything. I couldn't do anything. Then I said, shall we pray? To get a long story short, by the time we finish this, and then, and then ambulance, you know, those places, as soon as it happens, people, people, the whole church was swamped with ambulance, police, everything. They were all there around the person. And we're praying. We're praying. As we're praying, I was thinking of when I would get home. Have you, have you realized, thank God for thanks. Say, my spirit prayed, but my mind is unfruitful. Thank God for thanks. My spirit was praying, but my mind was looking for, one, why did I come here? <laughs> Two, how would this one end? Three, when I, when would I how would I leave this place? I was just taking it. And that was the second day of the conversation. That's not even ended. The third day was going to come. But you should believe that I wasn't going to go for the third day. So, we were, we were praying. Then, to cut a long story short, they came to tell me that the person has come back to life. So he has come back to life. But, they have to take him to ER, emergency room, so that they will be sure what happened to him. So they took him, and before we closed, he came and said, I'm alive. I am not dead. Hallelujah. I'm alive. And I'm not dead. So, it's a point out to me. Only a few people have died. I mean, I don't know whether he died or not, but at least the doctors who were there, the person that I was preaching in his church, he was a doctor. And he said, the pulse is gone. Whatever that means. No pulse. It's gone. And other doctors rushed there. They said, no pulse. It's gone. But he came back to life. It's a miracle. Fantastic miracle. I don't think that he didn't die. He was raised from the dead. Amen. So only if you, but it's appointed unto man do what? Once to die. And after that, you're going to stand before God and give an account of yourself. That is why whatever you are doing, make sure you understand what you are doing. Are you understanding me? Make sure you personally are persuaded of what you are doing. And so Matthew chapter 16, Matthew chapter 16. Now scriptures, when you go home, even this one alone, one a day will take you for the rest of the week. Matthew chapter 16, 13. When Jesus came into the coast of Caesarea or Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, Whom do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? Who do men say that I, the Son of God, am? And this is a question that many Christians should ask themselves. Not only this one. You should ask, Why do I go to church? Why do I do this? Why do I give offering? Why do I give tithe? Why do I join a ministry? Why do I do what I do for Christ? You have to ask yourself questions. Do you get it? And, be, and, and convince yourself by the word of God and by the Holy Spirit. Convince yourself by the word of God and by the Holy Spirit. Because when Jesus asked this question, verse 14, and they said, some say, some say that thou art John the Baptist. Some say that you are John the Baptist. Some say you are Elijah. Some say you are Elijah. And others say you are Jeremiah. And then some say you are one of the prophets. 
So you know that out there, there were many opinions, humanly speaking, about Christ. Many opinions about Christ. And they were all talking based on their understanding of history. What has happened before. What they have seen before. What they have seen it before. What they have seen before. They were talking out of history. They were talking out of facts. Hard facts. Hard facts. Some say you are this. Some say you are that. Then Jesus listened to all that they were saying. Then he asked them a very important question. He said unto them, But whom say you that I am? So some say, even your pastor says, your friend said, but you, what do you say about the situation? What do you say about going to church? What do you say about what you are doing? Personally, what do you say? It's very important. It's very important. Because if you don't know what personally you are doing, and you only depend on what some say, then you can be confused. You can be very confused. There's some, look at it. Some say Jeremiah. Some say Elijah. Some say one of the prophets. And some say John the Baptist. So depending on whose voice is stronger, a time will come, depending on whose voice is stronger, and who can capture maybe social media, who can have a strong voice, he wins. Do you get it? But you, what do you say about the situation? You yourself, what do you say about the situation? What do you understand about a pastor whom you call your pastor? What do you say? What do you think? What are you convinced about? What are you persuaded of? You need to answer this question yourself. You don't always have to rely on what someone has told you. Even look at the woman of Samaria. When she went and told the people about what Jesus has done for her, and they came and they believed. But later, what did they tell her? They said, we, now we believe, not because of what you told us, but we believe that we have seen it ourselves. Are you getting what I'm saying? So a time comes that you believe not because of what you have heard, but you believe for yourself. You have the testimony yourself. You understand it yourself. Are you getting what I'm saying? So that you are not swayed any longer by whose voice is loudest. Are you getting what I'm saying? And then, Jesus said something very beautiful here. Said something very beautiful here. And Jesus answered and said unto them, verse 17, Matthew 16. And Jesus answered and said unto them, Blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood had not revealed this unto you, but by my Father which is in heaven. Hallelujah. So when Jesus was asking them, whom do you say that I am? You get it? He was expecting that by now they should have had a relationship with God. By now. They should have had a relationship with God. Having been with him for all this time, they should have had a relationship with God so that they should be able to, by the Spirit, descend themselves. Descend themselves. And that's spiritual maturity. That's spiritual maturity. You must be able to get to a point that you can discern what is good and what is evil. That's why in Bible says that strong meat are for those who by constant use of their members have trained themselves to discern what is good and what is evil. Distinguish. You get it. So you must not just come to church without knowing why you are coming to church. You must not just give without knowing why you are giving. Because some say we give for that. Some say every day others, there will be different opinions. 
for everything you are doing, there will be different opinions. But you must have the opinion of God yourself. And you will have it if you ask. If you ask and if you go into the word, you will definitely have it. Hallelujah. So then when you stand and you are giving account, you, you ain't going to say that I did this because or I didn't do this because. Because God is not going to listen to any because. He's going to ask you, Jake, to give an account of yourself. And he expected you to have had a relationship with the Holy Spirit. He expected you to have known it yourself because he knows that many, many voices will come. And this day, there are many voices. The Bible said there are, it may be, so many kinds of voices, but none of them is without signification. There are so many voices. Voices saying what? Voices for, voices against. Voices you know, even some voices think that they are doing the right thing. Many coup makers, when they stage a coup, they think they, they come with good mind. They think they are come to liberate the country or their countries. Their countries. Good intentions. But when they come, they realize that it's not as simple as they thought. When they come, hey, the money too is sweet. Power sweet. Do you get it? So there are so many kinds of voices, but none of them, no voice is without signification. First Corinthians 14, 10. There are, it may be, so many kinds of voices. These days, it's so easy to hear voices. Some time ago, it wasn't easy to hear voices. Some time ago, if you want to call your beloved, you have to go to the phone booth go to the post office. I remember those days I would change a lot of coins and I will go to the phone booth and I will call my wife. And when I call her in Ghana, she didn't, they would call her from the office that you have a call. So I will say, I will call back in 10 minutes. Then she will be there and I will pray, pray. Then the call will come and she will take it. There were voices but you couldn't hear it that so easily. Do you get it? There were voices. There were voices of um, sexual sins. But it would take a lot to, to see one naked woman in a picture. And the one who brings it around is in the pocket. You have to give him one milk. <laughs> one milk or some shit or, or invite him to a great meal. Before then he will let you look small. They will look small then. Very close more than you go. You didn't have photo and phone to take a picture of it to keep it. So the way the voices were there, but but now there's Instagram, there is Facebook, TikTok. Now there's Thread, there is um, Snapchat, there is Twitter. There's Twitter. There's so many. Which ones again? So many. Do you get it? So many. So the voices in there, they are chow. They are chow. And you have to be able to answer, whom do you say you? And then you have to be able to get your point. Said, Flesh and blood has not revealed this to you. It is when you get there. You know, when this man didn't have a child, Abraham, I'm sure many people gave him Nice, soothing words. Oh, Abraham, it is well. Oh, Abraham, it will work. Oh, Abraham. But one day, the Spirit of God visited him. And then the Holy Spirit revealed to him that this is how it's going to be from now. Took him outside. Made him to see everything. And he believed it. And from that day, he was persuaded himself you can imagine from that day, and even he, persuade, he was so persuaded that he even did something very stupid. Humanly speaking, he changed his name from Abram. The Abram would have been cool. 
He changed them from Abraham to Abraham. Do you know the meaning of Abraham? Abraham means father of many nations. And your wife is old. And you are old. There is no agbevetonic or there's nothing around. Maybe there was. They would have had their own root, root or something. They were tree. But even if you have a baby, Sarah was old. If you have Viagra, Sarah was old. It Bible says it has ceased to be with Sarah after the manner of women. Do you get it? But after she he had that flesh and blood had not revealed to you. The Bible said that Abraham become, became what? Persuaded. 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 So the voice of the aunties, the voice of the uncles, the voice of the friend couldn't move Abraham nowhere. Because he understands by himself. He understands by himself. And a time comes, you got to understand by yourself. You get it? You have to understand by yourself. Having been in the world, having done all that you have done, and God being merciful to you and saved you, are you now come to play games with your salvation? Are you now come to play games with your salvation? Oh, how painful it will be. How painful it will be. That after God has taken you out of disco, after God has taken you out of smoking, after God has taken you out of all this prostitution and has had mercy on you, washed you, even he's still washing you. He hasn't even finished washing you. He's still washing you. And then you are not persuaded. Do you get it? And you play games. You forget that everything that you are doing, one day, you see the church, let me tell you something, no man started a church. The church is by Jesus Christ. Do you get it? And the church's manual is the Bible. The church's manual is the Bible. And the Bible says that whatever you are doing, whatever, be persuaded. No, for yourself. No, for yourself. Because voices will come. And when voices are coming, know what is behind the voice. Know what is behind the voice. Know what is behind the voice. A voice can come out of offense. How come you met a woman? The woman was so beautiful. You loved her. You loved her. The other day, I chanced upon a letter I wrote to my wife when she was my beloved. Oh, man. Man. I mean, and my children were reading, my children were reading the letter. Because those days, there were no WhatsApps. So it was on a blue writing pad. Handwritten. With flowers at the corner there. <laughs> and my children were reading it. And when they read it, they would say, Oh, ah, oh. And I was surprised that I wrote that. <laughs> I was in love. I was surprised that I wrote that. <laughs> I was surprised that I wrote that. Do you get it? Then, after some time, I'll turn back and say, you are a devil. Why? Because she has offended me. She's offended me. So now, oh, do my hair. Don't do that. Don't do that. Voice of offense. None of them is without signification. Do you get it? But if you are persuaded, if you are persuaded, that's what the Bible says, what can separate us? The love of God can separate you. So, beloved, whatever you are doing, you got to understand why you are doing. Do you get it? If you look at me standing here as your pastor, listen, no man died for me. Jesus died for me. And you know what Christ has done for me? No, you have no idea. You have no idea. So, if you came to play games, I didn't come to play games at all. I didn't come to play games at all. 
I came to serve my God. I, I didn't come to play games. Even if I make a mistake, I didn't come to play games. Do you think the footballers who they scored them, they went that you'll be scored? They went to win. They went to win. They have winning bonus. They have winning bonus, especially if you're a good team, like that team. And watch and see. <laughs> watch and see what's coming. They have, they have, this I can't mention your names too much because I'm not so sure. But watch and see. They had, they have winning bonus. So as you are there, say, score, score. Who told you he doesn't want to score? He wish he had scored to increase his goal tally. But, hey, it didn't mean he wasn't serious. So we didn't come to play games. If you came to play games, I didn't come to play games. You get it. I didn't come to play games. And if you don't understand what you are preaching, I understand what I'm preaching. If you don't understand, I understand what I'm preaching. And if I didn't understand, I won't preach. It's as simple as that. If I don't understand, I will not preach. But I understand. And I'm persuaded about what I'm doing. Are you getting it? That is why you also, even if after I preach to you, understand what I'm saying. Is it the Bible? Then be persuaded. Because when you, meet, when you live here, the voices will come. Even as I'm preaching you to you now, haven't you heard one voice is talking to you? Even as I'm preaching, the voices are speaking to you. The voices, they're everywhere. Talking. So your voice is your friend you brought to church with. Mm. Uh, that one, they just tell the person, okay, get up and go. That one is a physical one. A physical. Are you get what I'm saying? So whom do you say that I am? You have to understand. Because do you know why? Bible says that many are called. As we proceed, Matthew twenty-two fourteen, many are called. Many are called. And when you are called, we are come to establish that then you are given a gift, a talent. Do you remember? When you are called, you are given a talent, Matthew twenty-five fourteen. Do you remember? A man traveled and gave a, a servant gifts. So everybody here is called. And you will come and stand there and give account. Wherever you are called to and whatever you are called to do. Wherever you are called to and whatever you are called to do. I am called to do what I'm doing. I believe I'm called to do what I'm doing. You get it? I believe I'm called to do what I'm doing. So when God calls me, that is what he's going to ask me. The talent he gave to me, I'm going to give account of it. And every single one of you have gotten a talent. Hallelujah. And then we go to John 15, 16. John 15, 16. So I've done about three weeks' message in five minutes. John 15, 16. He said, you have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you that you should go forth and bring forth what? You should do what? Go forth and do what? So many are called to do what? To be fruitful. You are called to be fruitful. Go forth and bring forth fruit. That is what the Bible says. That you should go forth and bring forth fruit. That whatsoever you shall ask of the Father in my name. Whatsoever I shall ask the Father in my name, he may give it to you. Are you get what I'm saying? Yes. So, you see, you have not called me. Oh, God, he said, you, you didn't call yourself. I called you that you must go forth and bring forth fruit. Do you get it? So, in the book of Matthew chapter 7, verse 20, Matthew chapter 7, verse 20, it says that, wherefore, by their fruits, you shall know them. By their fruits. You have not chosen me. I have chosen you. And you should go forth and bring forth fruit. So your fruits is what will tell us that you are a Christian. Your fruits is what will tell us that you are a Christian. And that is why every Christian must bear fruits. We have the fruits of the Spirit. 
We are the fruit of the Spirit. But one of the most important fruit as a Christian to give birth to is souls. Souls. Look, you cannot say you are a Christian and you have never won a soul before. No. Then you better check out whether there's something wrong with you. That you are a Christian. One, you have not won a soul before. Two, you have not established any soul that you can say that I met even, you didn't even bring the soul. You met the soul in church and the soul was not very strong. But you took it upon yourself to make the soul a strong Christian. A strong Christian. You, you haven't done that before. You haven't done that before. Then you have to question your Christianity. That what is in you? What, are you really a Christian? Are you really? Beloved, he said, by their fruits. I'm not the one saying it. I'm not the one. Jesus is the one saying it. So you can come to church till you become a church. See yourself, you are the church. If you don't bring fruits, then you have to question the spirit that is in you. Even the people, you didn't bring them, the ones they gave to you, you have lost them. I mean, you can even open your eyes and see someone say, this person, I'm going to take, make sure that this person becomes a solid Christian and be fruitful. Even that one, you haven't done it. And you say you are a Christian. Where is your Christianity? Where is your Christianity? The fruit is not, I'm married, I'm this. That's not the fruit. That's byproducts. And then marry, we shall marry. Ah! Young people will marry. Why must you be old before you get married? Why must you be old before you get married? Marry. My wife was 22 years and I wanted to marry. They say she's young. And I asked the father, what if she gets pregnant? Can a young person get pregnant? It wasn't two weeks he gave me permission to marry. Because they realized a young man is hot. I'm not saying go and do that to me, wait for me. You want to go and sit there, I say, don't even come to the house again. <laughs> they will threaten you, you will see. Do you get it? So, half a marry, will marry. Half a money, you will get. Oh, you will you get. Even, even unbelievers. Even unbelievers. Even unbelievers want it. Ah. Now war. Oh, Father, bless your children. Bless your children. Father, particularly, there are some jobs in this country that if you don't belong to a certain group, you will not get. But Lord, we belong to God. We belong to you. And the silver and gold are yours. The earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. I prophesy that good jobs, the Good jobs hitting that people go by protocol. People go by what? We prophesy divine protocol that the people of this church who are finished school, who are qualified, shall get those jobs in the name of Jesus. Receive it. We shall get it. Ah. Your wedding gown will be ordered. Of a time, do you do wedding gowns? You haven't started that one. Okay. Your wedding gown will be ordered. And you too, you can come and you will come and stand here. You will come and stand here. And we shall say from today, you are husband and wife in the name of Jesus. Oh, that one is he said, for your heavenly father knows that you have need of a car. What must you always be taking trotro? Everyday trotro. Yes, there's a time for trotro. All of us have taken trotro before. All of us have walked before. But the times are going to come when your heavenly father shall give to you all these things. What are these things? You have made these things to get too much value. Then you have to kill yourself to get them. But value them, but don't respect them. Yes. Just respect God. Give it to God. 
Amen. But sit down and let's finish your souls. So, the fruits that God is looking for is the, are the souls. The souls. Do you get it? What soul have you given birth to? What soul? This morning I was looking at somebody and I said, this is my next project. This is my next project. And what's the project? The person, I've said, my next project, this person is going to shock people. He's going to be, the person is going to be so spiritual that people say, when this person came to church, we didn't think that this and that. that, that that's what came to my mind. That I'm, this is my next project. Because this place is a soul clinic. Amen. So, God said we should go and bear fruits. Do you get it? Now, when you bear fruits, what happens is that it brings joy to yourself. Your life is full of, filled with joy. Hallelujah. When you bring, don't you say, this morning I want to dedicate a child before the service in the church. They brought a child, named the child, and now we have dedicated the child. The child. They came in white. And I even wore white. Do you get it? Because we're all happy. Do you get it? We're all happy. So when you give fruits, you become happy. Amen. When you have fruits in the Lord, you become happy. Let's read Luke. Chapter 50. We'll be closing soon. Because my time is time. <laughs> Luke chapter 15, verse 3. Church, are you there? Those at the back, are you there? Good. Luke 15, 3. Following. And he spake this parable unto them, saying, What man of you, having an hundred sheep, if you lose one of them, does not leave the ninety and nine in the wilderness, and go after that which is lost, until he find it. Next verse. And when he had found it, he laid it on his shoulder, on his shoulders and what? Rejoicing. Rejoicing. You see, when you bear fruit, you, you, you yourself, you are filled with joy. You are happy, rejoicing. Next verse. And when he came at home, he called together his friends and neighbors, saying unto them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep which was lost. Rejoice with me. There's joy when you win a soul. Rejoice with me. Next verse. And I say unto you, that likewise, everybody say likewise. Likewise, joy shall be in heaven over one sinner that repented. Can you believe it? Joy, joy, joy shall be in heaven over one sinner that repented. More than the 99 just persons who need no repentance. We know they have rejoiced over them already. They have rejoiced over them already. So, when a new soul is won, it brings joy. There's me in heaven. All the angels are happy. And today, somebody's going to cause heaven to rejoice. Because you brought a soul to church. You brought a soul to church. Next verse. Next verse. And I say unto you, Either uh -huh. what woman having ten pieces of silver? I don't know why women came to silver. Women and, women and money. Okay, sorry. Oh, no. What woman having ten pieces of silver? If she lose one piece, does not light a candle and sweep the house and seek diligently till she find it. But you realize that it's not about you. You, you lost your soul. You have not lighted any candle. You have not done anything. Even the normal thing that a woman is expected to do, you have not even done it. Your soul is gone and gone forever. And seek diligently 
your soul that was given to you, five souls, you're given to as friends. You can't find four. And the one that is left has gone to school. So you are shepherdless, shipless. You are shipless. And you come to church, you're happy. You should be sad. And ask yourself, oh, what can I do to have more souls? What am I doing to go and diligently look for these ones? Some of you just wrote their names off. Just like that. Next verse. Should I say preach? Are you sure? Are you sure? Okay, maybe you are the one who will give heaven. You yourself will be there and will repent. And when she had found it, she called her friends and her neighbors together, saying, Rejoice with me, for I have found the peace which I had lost. I have found the peace which I had lost. Rejoice with me. Hallelujah. This verse. Likewise. I will say likewise. Likewise. The Bible likes trying to compare things for you to understand. You get it? Likewise, I say unto you, there is joy in the presence of the angels. Hey, are you reading the same Bible? There is joy in the presence of what? The angels. There is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner that repent of only one there is joy in the presence of the angels over one sinner that repented hey and that's why Bible will say that you shall ask whatever you want and it shall be given unto you do you get it so we have to be fruitful as Christians say by their fruits by their fruits you shall know them. As we are here, we are not confused about who is a woman and who is a man. Even though some people want to confuse us. That are some of the voices. But we are persuaded of who a woman is and who a man is. How many of you are confused? I see a what the name again? Delphina. Delphine. Yeah, I met you last week. Delphine. I mean, Delphine is a woman. I have no, I have no issue at all. Charles. <laughs> Pastor Charles. It's not only a man, but he's an old man. <laughs> it's only a man. He's even an old man. I'm not confused. I am persuaded. You get it. So, when you see a fruit, you see a fruit. And the fruit, Abeku, is the soul. It's a soul. So ask yourself, what is the soul in this church as you are sitting here that you have brought? What is your fruit? That is what we show that you are a Christian. Yes. Some of you, your fruit is, baby, you'll be men. You know some people are in the church, they are not born again. Some people will be born again in the church. I'm telling you. Some people are in the church, they are not born again. But they'll be born again. So far as by the grace of God, the spirit of God is here. Because it's the spirit that will convict. Maybe they just follow their friend. Yeah, they just follow their friend. But somehow, they, they like the church. Maybe they even like the praise and worship. They love the dancing. Maybe they like the preaching. That one, they even say amen. amen. Oh, maybe they, they like you. Maybe they are in church. But with time, Hallelujah. they will tell you, like, just as they told the woman of Samaria, now we believe not because we like the songs. Not be, but now the Holy Spirit has revealed to us through crisis. Do you get it? So, get someone you can even say, I established this person in church. I made this person to be fruitful in church. Oh, I brought this person to church. And you'll be blessed by their fruits. You shall know them. By their fruits, you will know them.
by their fruit. All of you sitting here by your fruits, not by your title. Not by your title. By your fruits. So are we going to be fruitful? How are we going to be fruitful, my friend? My mercy, how are you going to be fruitful? This, my meaty friends. You have to be fruitful. Hallelujah. And the fruit can be seen. Are you getting it? The fruit can be seen. So let us see your fruits. And when we start seeing your fruits, Eddie Rich, we shall see your cars. I said, when we start seeing your fruit, we shall, we shall see what? We shall see your houses. We shall see your wives. As in wife. I mean, wives as in people are married. Do you get it? <laughs> okay, we shall see the wives. We shall see the husbands. We shall dedicate the houses. Yes. That is when the saying shall come to pass that before you ask, I've even answered. Before you ask, I've answered. And I want this church to be blessed. I want us to be blessed. Hallelujah. So this month and every month, let's give birth. Let's born Christians. Somebody brings a Christian, somebody to church, you can adapt. The person, you see some people, they bring their people to church, they born them and they leave them. Yeah. Somebody born them and they leave them. Understanding campaign, give them to us, we shall adapt them. Yes. We can't find their parents. They brought them to church during a month, May. May evangelism. Plenty. Plenty of children, they've left them. They don't even know the mother of the child. They become like tankard, sorry. They don't even know the mother of the child. Are you getting it? You give them to us. We shall adapt them. And some of you, like amazing praise, and we're giving you people to spiritual fathers and mothers. Don't abandon them all. Don't abandon them. It's an opportunity to have fruits. I get what I'm saying. So God bless you. God bless you. God make his face to shine on you. God make this week to be a wonderful week for you. God open doors for you this week. And God reveal to you himself. Many certain things on your mind that you have not been certain of. May the spirit himself reveal to you. So that it shall be said that flesh and blood has not revealed this to you. But my father which is in heaven. May God make his face to shine on you. Amen. May your going out and your coming in be blessed. Amen. Babu said he's not unrighteous to forget yes. your labor of love. Yes. May God remember all your works. Amen. To put souls to him. Amen. The one that is seen and those that are not seen. Amen. He that sees in secret. May he reward you openly. Yes, in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. And above all, may Christ formed in you. Amen. That as you come to church and come to church and come to church may you develop and be Christ-like and may you understand why you are in church why you are doing what you are doing yes. so that when you stand before God yes. you will not be confused Hallelujah. you will give account of what you came to do Amen. in your body Amen. You will not, may God deliver you from, deliver you from the mistake Oh. Or comparing yourself one to another. Amen. May God deliver you from that mistake. Yes. And may you concentrate to make full proof of that gift that God has given to you. That calling that God has given to you. May you just concentrate and make full proof of that ministry in the name of the Lord Jesus. Shall you all stand up and begin to speak in tongues? Just if you can't speak in tongues, just Praise God the way any way you want to do it. God bless you. 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 Blessings, blessings, blessings. Answered prayer, Lord. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Holy Spirit be filled to you. God make you to understand. 
what you are doing. God make you to understand. God clear confusion on your mind. God clear confusion on your mind. God make you to know and to distinguish. There's so many kind of voices making noises around so that you can only concentrate on the voice of God to your heart and to your spirit in the name of the Lord Jesus. To give yourself 100% to what God has called you to do and make foolproof of your ministry in the name of the Lord Jesus. We thank you and we give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Put your hands together for Jesus. So let's take our seats. Okay. I want every eye to be closed and every head to be bowed. Maybe you have been here before, but deep, deep down in your heart, you will not be, you don't know whether you go to heaven or hell when you die. And you want to be sure you go to heaven and not hell when you die. Maybe you are backslidden and you want to rededicate your life to Christ. You want to give your life to Christ. You want to say, I want to rededicate my life to Christ. I used to be on much fire than I am today. And I want to come back to God and bring back the fire again in my life. So I want to rededicate my life. You want to give your life to Christ. You want to be sure that you go to heaven when you die. Every eye closed, every head bowed. You are sitting there, apart from those in front, you are sitting out there, you are sitting in the congregation. Lift up your hand and let me see. Say, Pastor, pray for me. I want to be sure that I'll go to heaven when I die. I've been here before, but I'm not too sure. Oh, I want to rededicate my life. Lift up your hand wherever you are. God bless you. Lift it up high. God bless you. Lift it up high wherever you are. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Now, if your hand is up, if your hand is up, Stand to your feet. If your hand is up, stand to your feet. God bless you. God bless you. At the back, if your hand is up, God bless you. Now, God bless all of you. Now, if you are standing to your feet, can you please also join us here? Church, put your hands together for them as they come and join those who are here. They've been here before, but they want to be sure that they are born again. thank God for today and we all want to we want to say this together and be sure that we have Christ and we are born again so let's all say this together mean it understand they may the Holy Spirit give you understanding and convict your heart of what you are going to say in the name of Jesus say dear Lord Jesus dear Lord Jesus I thank you for today I thank you for today I thank you for giving me this opportunity Thank you for giving me this opportunity. Today, today, I believe, I believe in my heart, in my heart, that Jesus Christ, that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Is the Son of God. He came to die. He came to die for my sins. For my sins. And today, and today, I confess, I confess that I am a sinner. That I am a sinner. And I ask you, Lord Jesus, and I ask you, Lord to Jesus, forgive me, to forgive me of all my sins. Of all my Today, today I declare, I declare that, Jesus that Jesus is Lord. Is Lord. And thank you, Lord Jesus, thank you, Lord Jesus that, you have accepted me that you have accepted me just as I am, just as, I am as, your child. as your child. And from today, and from today I, am yours, I am yours and you are mine. And you are mine. In Jesus' name, In Jesus Amen. God bless you for listening to Active Word by Bishop Ishmael Sam. For copies of today's message or any other message by Bishop Sam, please contact us on 0244-534-816 or visit us at Loyalty House International, Abid Dawenya. 
You can also send Bishop Sam an email at pastorishmael at yahoo.com. For prayer and counseling, you can contact us on 0246-939-984. To support this program, send your donations via mobile money to 055-874-2922 or 050-940-0044. You can join us in worship via YouTube and Facebook Live at Bishop Ishmael Sam-DHMM. Also at Loyalty House International HQ page. You can also join us in worship this and every Sunday in our powerful gathering service at 9 a.m. at the Loyalty House International Abedowenya. God bless you.